This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh, a screenshot that I thought was fake. Turns out it's a real movie. (laughs) And Willis. I would be out of that company so fast. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. It is trailer week here on Pixel Splitters, folks. So we are going to be talking a lot about a bunch of different trailers. A lot of those premiered during the Super Bowl as many people, studios, wait for the Super Bowl to unleash their new trailers, teasers. Although interestingly, like, yeah, not actually released during the Super Bowl. Like, hey, go watch the real trailer. Right, right. It's like, oh, we're going to pay for a 30 second spot. Right. And then you can go on the Internet. And that's got to be because a 30 second spot is like seven million bucks. So it's like, well, let's let's tease it here. Have them go to YouTube. Regardless, we're going to be talking a lot about a whole bunch of trailers here today on this episode. But first, before we do that, let me run through a couple of releases because there's a huge one this week that <laughs> we don't know how to feel about. So theatrical, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania <laughs> <Okay>. releasing on <laughs> February 17th. The latest installment in the MCU is releasing this week in 3D, I guess. I don't know if the other ones were, but here we go. Um, I'm worried about this movie. I'm very worried about this movie. I do not think it looks good. Um, we'll be seeing an opening night. I don't know, man. I, I'm worried in that uh, there are no reviews out yet. Yep. Not one. Not a single one. Yep. Which means they're holding the embargo until the release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means usually not a good sign. <laughs> not a great thing. So regardless, we'll talk about that once we've seen it. Uh, before that, <laughs> we have Marlowe releasing in theaters on the 15th, which yes. is the new Liam Neeson against the world movie, <laughs> which <laughs> but takes place during, what is it, the 50s or something? I don't know. Yeah, where Seems... he's like a, a gumshoe. Yeah. I think Diane Kruger's in this. Trying to solve a murder. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Could be, could be fun. I'll add it to my list. Um. <laughs> one of these days, one of these movies is just going to be like... Amazing. Old school Liam Neeson being like, I'm going to like throw down on this performance and yeah. it's going to be like, you know... And we'll all just write it off. And then people will be like, no, you have to watch. No, movie. it'll be a cult classic in like 10 years and, and mm-hmm. we're going to come back. I'm, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. Um, we also have a pretty important re-release on the 17th as well. We have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon coming back to theaters. If you could find it somewhere. I've obviously not seen this in a theater and I will be checking it out because Is I. Is this a 20 year? Ooh. No, 2000. I guess it's a 23, 23 year, year re-release. You know, they're just riding that Michelle Yeoh wave. Uh, this movie's not for nothing. It literally might be why. Uh, it, it And you know what? Bring it on. Rock and um, roll, yeah. I'm ready for it. Uh, so that's what we got coming for theatrical. For streaming, we've got a bunch of stuff coming here. I'll run through these quickly. For shows, we got African Queens hitting Netflix on the 15th. We got Full Swing hitting Netflix on the 15th as well. We have Wu-Tang and American Saga coming back for season three, uh, the 15th on Hulu which I actually, sh- I need to watch this. I didn't realize they were on season three of this. I, yeah, this seems really good. I've been hearing good. good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I love the Wu-Tang Clan. So, um, we have Star Trek Picard season three coming back on the 16th on Paramount plus we got we to up- pause there. Cause yeah. what the fuck is up with that show? That show, that is the last season of the next generation is what it is. It's just the entire next generation cast. <laughs> really? It's like ridiculous. Like it's oh. everybody. Hold on. People like either love this show or hate it, mm-hmm. but it's like, who do we got? We've got Jean-Luc Picard, Jordi LaForge, Worf, Riker, Data. Beverly Crusher, Deanna Troy, Seven of Not. Like, it's literally, there's probably it's- a handful of them <laughs> that aren't there. I think, I mean, um, what's his name there? Brent Spinner. Data has been like in it as like a different character since yep. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just like it's insane. It, like they're all just flying around space, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> are is this just another season of Next Generation? It's crazy. The ultimate throwback. I'm uh, so hyped. It's that's... <laughs> oh, dude. You gotta watch the trailer for that because it's nuts. Okay, you're well, like, what is happening? Shit. All right. Well, I'll I'll add that to my my trailer watch list. And um, they're all old as fuck. They're it's all hilarious. so old. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so that's coming back. We also have The Upshaws, which is my, the Mike Epps sitcom, coming back for season three on Netflix on the 16th. We have Carnival Row coming back, season two, to Prime on the 17th. We have Hello Tomorrow, that Billy Crudup show that you sent me, coming to Apple TV Plus on that's the great. 17th. Looks pretty interesting. Um, we got Make or Break, season two, coming to Apple TV Plus on the 17th as well. Uh, and for movies... Because I didn't do this last week, and I think it was a huge oversight. Coming to Peacock, not as a brand new movie, but for the first time coming to streaming free, mm-hmm. Armageddon Time is hitting Peacock on the 17th, which is James Gray's new movie. It's not technically nominated for anything, but I think everyone should still watch it. I but think it this is be. a really, yeah. really good movie. <laughs> and then we have Sharper, which is the Justice Smith, Julianne Moore, Sebastian Stan uh, show movie? Movie. Yeah. Coming to Apple TV Plus on the 17th Which looks well. pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how to it feel. It seems like it wants to be Succession, but like a little bit of a different vibe. I know. Yeah. But with the Apple Plus vibe. Exactly. Which it's, is like legit. Which is legit. Um, It looks it looks interesting. I trust everyone involved. So uh, yeah, So yeah, that's what's coming this week. Lots of stuff. Uh, without further ado, let's, let's talk, talk about, about some, some trailers. trailers. All right. <laughs> so we got a big list here. Where are we starting? You know where we're starting. We got to start <laughs> where everything ends. Fast and Furious. <laughs> um, Fast X, as it were. And apparently this is not the ending of the saga as I thought it was. Uh, I think as a lot of people thought it was. Yeah, um, but is definitely not because Vin is is asking for Robert Downey Jr. to be in 11. So we'll see what happens. I um, wonder if this is going to be like a part one of two kind of thing. Oh, it, my God. Because I think in the trailer at the end, and I, I don't know exactly, but I think it says something like witness the beginning of the end or something. Yeah. Um, Which could just be like <laughs> a fucking stupid cliche uh, term. But um, yeah. Fast X. So as a lead up, they were releasing the yes. trailers for every Fast and Furious movie. They were releasing recut trailers for every yes. Fast. It wasn't just like reposted. It was like they were like, here is. I, it reads very much as like, here's what you need to remember from this movie. This character, this character, um, this character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which, actually um, which is like was, an interesting thing. Yeah. yeah it kind of did. It did what it was supposed to do to me. I was like, oh yeah, I do kind of like this series a lot. (laughs) It reminded me from the very beginning that there's one character from the original crew that just like disappeared and has never returned. Yeah. In the, uh, in the original fast and furious, there's like a group of five of them. Yeah. Uh, Dom Letty and then three others whose names I don't have off the top of my head, but uh, one of them, I guess spoilers for the fast and the furious. Uh, one of them gets killed. Sure. One of them shows up like two movies later mm-hmm. and then get like into his, and then one just kind of drives off into the sunset and is never heard from again. Never to be like, heard from again. I'm really curious if the, like if the actors just like doesn't want anything to do with it or if he's too small of an actor to bring into the fast and furious franchise. Like, Oh, that's definitely possible these days. Because obviously, because like yeah, every new person that comes in is top tier talent. Like, hu- quote, and if quote, not top tier talent, top-tier name. huge name, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> which is hilarious, but <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> are you excited? Let's talk about the trailer. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very long time in this trailer before anyone's in a car. Yes. As Rita Moreno is here. Rita Moreno is here. Fresh off of her performance in West Side Story. mm Hmm. Yep. New West Side Story. Um, yes. So, you know, let's go to Fast X here. Um, really made me go, how long has Rita Moreno been in this series? Yep. Um, you texted me that and I was like, I think maybe one movie. Is this Because it seems very like, I've been here the whole time. Uh, here's the thing. I'm a little hyped for this movie. Sure. I keep backpedaling myself because... I, then I remember that Fast 9 was terrible. Yeah. You know, I think I remember being a little hyped for Fast 9 too. Um, yeah. And then being like, what is happening? Yeah, like this is um, bad. But I'm a little hyped. Yeah. I, I um, it's hard, it's hard to say, like the hype meter on Fast and Furious is so different from other movies where yeah. I'm just looking for 
will this be fun? I'm not looking yeah. for like a good movie and this seems like it's going to be fun although what we've seen in this movie or in this trailer is very similar stuff to what we've seen in all the other movies already. Like I didn't really see anything new in this trailer. Arguably like almost too similar in that like there's that whole scene on the bridge that I was like wait I'm pretty sure this is from Fast Five or yes. whatever. Which yeah one? where yeah. Letty like jumps off the thing and there's a tank and, yeah. and, and but now there's helicopters and so Maybe that's purposeful. Maybe that's not. I am hyped. I mean, the the cast that they've assembled is next level. I mean, they've added Jason Momoa, yeah. Alan Richson, who I'm like, those two guys look yeah. like they belong in a Fast and Furious movie. Um, you know, I guess spoilers for F9, but Cena is in this as the yeah, good guy. He's because in the trailer. Yeah. That's what happens in every movie is the bad guy becomes the good guy, which I'm like, that is yeah. a great premise. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like literally just across the board. I mean, yeah, know, Dominic Toretto's the bad guy in the first one. Right. Like, exactly. Oh, know. I didn't even think about that. Um, The Rock, yeah. like it is it is what it, it's their whole deal. Um, yeah. Brie Larson is in this for some reason. Um, Brie Larson and uh, Jason Statham back. Statham is back, <laughs> which is like also a bad guy, you know, yep. um, mm-hmm. Charlize Theron's in there. Yep. who I think is still a bad guy. Yes, and in the very end of the trailer, we have a Michelle Rodriguez Charlie's fight, which I'm like, let's go. Michelle Rodriguez has the best <laughs> hand to hand really, fights. <laughs> felt really weird, like and tacked onto the whole thing. It's like, here's our trailer. Also, Charlie's Theron and Michelle yeah. Rodriguez are gonna fight, and I was like, okay, all right, weird, weird note to end on. Cool. Oh, Helen Mirren too. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that they do seem to be having like an actual drag race in this. Ye- most definitely you know it would be cool if it all comes down to like a drag race and like oh, yeah ties back to it which like i don't know but um i'm curious if we get gal gadot back uh, me too because that was the rumor yeah um, because she i mean again is a huge name that that quote unquote died in one of them mm-hmm. um but but like so died in that just kind of i think she fell off of an airplane or something and it's yeah. like you know a bunch of people in this franchise have died and come back. Yeah, that doesn't mean literally anything. People have been executed point blank range and then come back. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I don't know. Seems fun. I, yeah. I, my expectations I mean, all... are very low, but like it could yeah. be fun. <laughs> yeah. My expectations will not get nearly as high as they did for Fast 9. No. F9? F9. F9, F9 baby. Um, and I do think I'm going to have to do like a rewatch of all all 10 just in a row absolutely and we've gone over this but look up the naming structure of these movies because it is absolutely next level it's so good (laughs) it's so good fast five uh maybe it's fast six furious seven fate of the furious and then f9 let's and then fast x let's yeah (laughs) yeah fate of the furious is so good it's so it's like literally just like producers sitting around doing lines of coke being like what do we name this one oh my god (laughs) um so yeah i i there's not that much to talk about here yeah it's coming and it could be that's one of the biggest uh, things of the year i think absolutely absolutely for better and for worse um where do we want to go from here because where do you ever go from fast x i don't Uh, know (laughs) Let's talk about Indy. Okay. Indy 5. Um, Indy 5. The Dial of Destiny. Don't Which, know what that whatever means. Whatever that means. Um, yeah. What is it about this trailer and everything I've seen from it? Is it like, it looks like all of it is CG. Yeah. And I can't quite place what it is because it's like, it's James Mangold. Like, I know he's you know, capable of blending CG and not CG like better than this. Sure. But it's like, I feel like the whole thing was shot on a volume or something. I was getting that feeling as well. And I yeah, don't there's know. There's like a weird uncanny valley of him just even just like walking down the street that I'm like, yeah, this seems bizarre. And the lighting, there's something with the lighting and there's like soft edges and yeah. it just and again this movie doesn't release till the th- june so like they got some they can touch stuff up here and there and sure but 
But like, that's the thing is I don't think it's bad CG that I'm seeing. Sure. Because, I mean, there are de-aged shots of him in this that look pretty fucking good. They do. I feel like it's a stylistic thing that I'm like, just, I don't know if I'm connecting with. Yeah. You know? There was something similar going on in uh, Crystal Skull, where yeah, where a lot of that was CGI, and I kind of got that feeling here. So maybe they're trying to like mesh them together a little bit. Well, specifically in the trailer, dear listeners, like take a look. There's a scene where he's like riding a horse through a parade. Yeah, and I'm like, he's clearly just like standing on a green screen here. Like, yeah, this is like. Everything around him is computer generated, which is like not bad per se, but I'm like, it's so I like can't pay attention to what's going on or like what's happening in the trailer because all I'm going is like, why is this so uncanny valley feeling? Yes, I got a very similar vibe. Um, however, I will say that other than that, I'm kind of in for this. Um, because yeah. it feels like, well, one, I can feel the James Mangold influence clearly, but it yeah. also feels like he's harnessing Spielberg in a really good way, which is cool. Yeah. There's a really big spirit of adventure thing going on. And when the final couple notes of the theme hit towards the end of the trailer, yeah. I was like, Ooh, chills. Like, okay, here we go. Here's it's hitting the nostalgia hit. <laughs> yeah. You're getting the nostalgia hit for sure. Yeah, de-aged um, Harrison Ford too. That's something. Yeah. No, it doesn't look terrible. It's just no. It looks weird. Like, yeah, it, it looks actually pretty fucking good. It does. Um, but yeah, I'm like, it's it's hitting the nostalgia hit pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just kind of like, I can't figure out what is weird about it to me. Mm. I just can't. I don't know. I like every time I <laughs> like I'm watched I've watched it over and over again, and I'm just like what yeah what's going on back there yeah and i'm curious to see because what february so like what three months four months out what the final product looks like on a really big screen um i wonder if this will play imax or not but um i'll bet this plays this has imax written all over it i'm sure um because that's the real test is like is this how it's gonna look the whole time because with trailers i'm usually like this looks bad but like Let's see, because they could fix this in the in the cut. Yeah. Um, but I agree. You Uncanny. know what? You know what it feels like to me? It feels like that, like feeling you get the first time you put on 3D glasses. Oh. You know where it's like, oh, like my world, like things are different here. Like, let me adjust now. Yeah. Like, let, let my brain kind of. So I'm like, maybe we get into it and. Like 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, it all works. Like, I, it all fits. Right. Or hell, maybe it's the shot in 3D and they're compensating. <laughs> uh, true. True. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm hyped for it, but I'm like, I don't know what's going on visually. It's freaking me out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely, um, yeah, I get that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's coming up, and I can't believe they're doing another one. I can't believe Harrison Ford is in this one. It looks like he's doing a lot. <laughs> Harrison Ford, I, I think we said this a couple weeks ago, but I'm like, I feel like he hates doing all of this stuff, but he keeps doing all he, of this stuff. He loves money. <laughs> and he is said that. that. What it, he said he's it. Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Like, how much money do you need, man? Like, well, he always says it in interviews. He's always just like, you know what I say when people ask me to come back and do something? Show me the money. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So that means this paycheck must be fat. Um, and also I think he genuinely likes Indiana Jones, the character and doesn't like Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah. Um, true. So we shall see. I will be seeing this. I think we're both at least interested. Um, I mean, if nothing else, it's an Indiana Jones movie. Like exactly. The, the first three are so important to me that like, I can't not have seen an Indiana Jones film. Yeah. Even the Shia LaBeouf one, you know, you, you gotta, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Supposedly, where he is gonna be addressed. Really? I don't know. I saw. I I saw. I think I, there was like a Twitter thread going on about that or something that they're like, not that necessarily Shia LaBeouf is in it, but like 
because he had the whole thing. He was supposed to be the new Indiana Jones. Like it was going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then that just didn't happen. And people have been like, where is he? Right. <laughs> it's like, do we really care? <laughs> like, um, well, should we stick on the nostalgia stuff and go with Beast Wars here? Rise of the Beasts? Yeah. Because we got a little, I guess, I mean, I think this is the real official trailer for uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which premiered, quote unquote, during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of hope for this. Yeah. Because it's not Michael Um, Bay. Because it's not Michael Bay. (laughs) And it seems much more original, almost. Definitely. Um, Original meaning, like, different kind of filmmaker style, but also original, like homage to the uh the original cartoon absolutely um and i flipped out about i think i don't know it might have been an off pod here but like i flipped out about uh beast wars you know when it first came out yeah you did (laughs) that shit is (laughs) that shit was like right at my prime time of like coming home from school and watching tv yeah and that's i think what they're betting on with this because there are a lot of people that i've talked to that are like i i'm gonna see this because beast wars was my childhood so like regardless of who's making this movie or how good it looks like we're gonna be there which is and the fact that it one is not michael bay looks pretty unique and interesting the only other transformers movie that actually worked was bumblebee which again was not michael bay um we have top flight talent here we're not just throwing in some kind of like avatars for Mark Wahlberg or Shia LaBeouf. Like we have a real yeah. cast here that looks like they're going to put in good work. Um, and it and looks there's fun. not a thousand Autobots. Yeah. It's not like a and, world you know, destroying around. Yeah. yeah. Like here's a ship with a million bots on it. Like, yeah. Um, like, well, I, I think of when they introduced the Dinobots. Yeah. Like that was a whole big thing. And like, you know, Grimlock being revealed and it was just like oh yep he's there and then he's in the final fight and like look at all the CG monsters which is fine but like it seems like Optimus Primal here is going to have more of a role to play (laughs) and is not going to be just like you know a mindless uh, bot. 100% yeah I'm I'm looking forward to this it looks way more comprehensible than a lot of the earlier entries were I found it interesting in the trailer that aired during the Super Bowl. Um, the Porsche logo shows up in the middle of the logo. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like it turns from, I had it here a second ago. It turns from the uh, Autobot thing. So the O in Transformers. Yeah. Turns from the Autobot logo and turns over to the Porsche logo. Interesting. Which is like, I mean, Mirage is like a classic, you know, 911 Porsche. Oh, um, okay. So like, it's a thing, but like, hey, you know, it's not just like, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at here, but like, I guess they're talking to the car makers as opposed to Michael Bay. That was like, this one's like a Bugatti. Right. And you're like, yeah, cause that's, you know, one that they just saw driving by and, you know. And every other one is just Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. Pretty, pretty excited. Michelle Yeoh. Ron Perlman, Peter Dinklage, Anthony Ramos. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Good cast. Yeah. Really yeah. good cast. Ron Pol- Perlman, like perfect voice oh my for God. Optimus Primal. So, so good. good. So good. <laughs> All right. So we've hit Fast X. We've hit Indy. We've hit Transformers. Mm-hmm. I think those are the three big, well, save for a couple other things here. But yeah. those are three of the bigger ones coming. Uh, right. Do you want to talk about a couple smaller things? Yes, we should, because it can't just be popcorn here. Um, yeah. Let's talk uh, first about Air, because we've talked yeah. about that before. Uh, in fact, you picked it as one of your most anticipated for the year. And, and it had, remains. And it definitely remains. Um, we, we got the first trailer, uh, which I didn't know was coming right after we did the episode, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is Ben Affleck's return to directing. Uh, yes. And I believe that they're writing it. I think that that name is a pseudonym. I'm not 100% sure. Well, it is what it is. Um, yeah. And if it's not, I mean, you know, you know, they're certainly not just like taking like, whatever words are. Yeah, on the page. Yeah. Uh, but it's about Nike and the, the, I guess, creation of the Air Jordan yeah. shoe. Yeah. Um, 
starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Jason Bateman and Viola Davis, and the list mm-hmm. goes on and on and on. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Uh, this movie looks really, really entertaining. I'm, yeah. I'm, and I think we're both huge fans of Ben Affleck as a director, and so I'm mm-hmm. so in on this right now. <laughs> looks less serious than his other movies were. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I'm... I like all the characters. I feel like Matt Damon feels very Matt Damon in this. Yeah. He looks like he was in Ford you know? v Ferrari in every movie. Like. Yeah. <laughs> or the Martian or <laughs> yeah, uh, the informant or like, yeah. Um, but I have faith that Ben Affleck is going to get a different performance out of Matt Damon than just Matt Damon playing Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, Marlon Wayans too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, my big question is Michael Jordan going to be in this movie? Ooh. Because he is heavily alluded to. Well, he, yeah. But not shown. Right. In this trailer. Right. Which to me seems like a big reveal moment of like, here's who we have playing Michael Jordan. Right. And like, I don't. I, I haven't even heard whispers of that. I I hear I feel like it's all just around this other story. And I think it would be a really interesting thing if we just don't see Michael Jordan in it. If it's just all like a behind the scenes kind of thing and it's like dealing with his parents and like you know. Ooh, I like that. And that would be a very Ben Affleck kind of directorial move, I feel like. A hundred percent. And that would actually be a little bit more compelling. Because yeah. his character could potentially become the lead character, and it's not really yeah. about that. Um, very interesting. I'm looking. Yeah, at the like a Michael list. Jordan's just gonna like. That's all people are gonna want to talk about is like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. You know exactly. Um, when it's it's, I mean, it's about him kind of, it's but it's, it's yeah. about the shoe. You know. Oh, interesting. I like that. I kind of hope that there is no MJ in this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be one of those that, like, we'll get the second trailer and it'll open with that. You yeah, know, with like, oh, like, this is the we'll, <laughs> we'll save it for the second trailer, you know. Right. Um, um, but. but yeah, man, I uh, think the tone is exactly the way I wanted it to be. It looks like, yeah. obviously, it's a process movie. It, like, feels akin to, like, a money ball type of thing, but way less yeah. serious, you know. Um, yeah, but about shoes. But about shoes, yeah. And Affleck looks like he's putting himself again in a in a. He's doing the weird stuff. <laughs> that yeah. photo of him with the glasses on. I'm like, yes. Um, I'm I'm very very much anticipating this film, especially after seeing yeah. this trailer. If for if for no other reason than I just want him to like be really successful in his directing career, so he just like keeps doing. I that. know. <laughs> just <laughs> you know? keep doing this, man. You're good at it. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Good sensibilities. Yeah, we're both in. Air, let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, should we talk about paint? Sure. Speaking of other one-word movies. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, paint is a movie that I heard about by seeing a screenshot that I thought was fake of Owen Wilson yeah. dressed as Bob Ross. It turns out it's a real movie, and uh, we got a trailer for it. Which is a basically Owen Wilson plays a Bob Ross esque character. Not really a. I thought it was going to be like a biopic. It's not. Yeah. Um. It's very much not. It, so, I'm very confused by what this movie is supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not Bob Ross. It's very it's not. like openly not Bob Ross. Yeah. It's Carl something there. Carl Nargle. Yeah. Yeah. Vermont's number one public access TV painter. Yes. Um, so it's Bob Ross. It's like, Bob clearly, Ross. but it's, I guess, inspired by, but not Bob Ross. Which I, I was trying to make like an association of like, is there a movie that's done that where it's like, this is clearly this person, but not, but it's, we're not telling their story. It's like a character of this person. Yeah. <sighs> I can't really like, can't I, think of any. I was trying to think. I'm like, is it like weird in the, like that Weird Al movie in that like it's not at all what happened in his life, but he was playing Weird but Al in that. So like it's a right. Like if he was playing Bob Ross, but then it was about this 
story of him basically not understanding who he is and like doing yeah. something something different with his life maybe but i i don't know my curiosity really, around this is just basically like are they going to address the fact that like this is not bob ross you know yeah yeah like wh- how are we how are they making the audience comfortable with the idea that this is not bob ross because uh, shout out my sister-in-law. She is a huge Bob Ross person. Sure. Like fan. Yeah. And she was like, why? What is this? What are they going for? What is happening? Like, why? This is not Bob Ross. Like, what are you? What? Oh, you know? God. And there's something he said. I think his whole like Bob Ross's empire and whatnot is like kind of in shambles and like it's not great. But yeah, I don't know. The other interesting thing with this, and we don't have to talk too much longer about it, but this script has been around for a very long time. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I like I, I, in my quest to find out what the hell was going on. Uh, this script was on the Hollywood blacklist uh, in 2010, meaning like the list of really like top 10 films that are scripts that are being shopped around Hollywood that haven't been produced yet. Yeah. In 2010, so it's like it's been around for a long time, well over a decade. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's just now coming through, which is such a weird like, you know, if this has been around so long, like where's it been? What's been going on? Right. Um, and is it like a confluence of events that have now made it able to be made? Right. You know, or did it take ten years for um, Brent McAdams to uh, put together the funding for it or something? You it's know. it's possible, yeah. Because he was the he was the he wrote it. Um, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. That's so interesting. So it's weird. I feel like I'm interested in seeing this movie. I'm as interested to see the like behind the scenes making of like DVD extra of this movie. Absolutely. Because I want to know what's going on. And like, who is attached when? Like, it looks like. Yeah just things just happened in 2021 like that's the the yeah that's the only thing oh very interesting because 10 years i mean maybe it was the fact that like a movie like this what it's just not accessible 10 years ago when now it's like this is the thing like make weird quirky movies about people yeah whether or not they're real you know 2010 we would have been right in the beginnings of like everything superhero exactly you know like oh yeah we're not to Avengers yet, but we're leading there and everyone knows it and all that kind of stuff. Um, Franchise. So a Bob yeah. Ross, a not Bob Ross indie might have been a little hard to yeah. find ground <laughs> for. But I think so. I'm interested in this. I, I Yeah. It looks like it could be funny and heartfelt and well-made. And I love Owen Wilson. So <laughs> Yeah. And it looks like good Owen Wilson, not like overly goofy Owen Wilson. Right, right. Um, he's putting in a performance. That's bad either, but yeah. No, but there's yeah. Some, yeah, there's some behind this, yeah. Yeah. Um, give me Wes Anderson, Owen Wilson, where he's got a little yeah. bit of the little edge to him. This um, definitely, this trailer definitely, like, wants to feel like Wes Anderson. <laughs> definitely. Color palette and all, yeah. Yeah. Well, should we talk about the last movie here that has one word as the, <laughs> as the title? <laughs> uh not much sure. to talk about here, but Strays. We got a trailer for Strays, which I didn't know was coming. Um, yeah. Which is a... Weird fucking movie. Weird, weird concept where Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, Will Forte, Isla Fisher, Randall Park, Josh Gad, and Sofia Vergara play dogs. Um, very vulgar dogs. Yeah. And that's the movie, basically. Like, one of them yeah. gets abandoned and has to learn how to be, make it on his own. And um, Yeah. It looks like a sausage party type of movie i was literally gonna say this feels very like sausage party of like here's somebody let this group of friends just like go make something ridiculous yeah um it looks fine i don't know how they it looks like there are real dogs involved which is really interesting yeah um i just like i'm not into the overly raunchy for raunchy's sake comedy anymore and that's what this is this is just straight up like swears and yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dirty jokes, like, for two yeah. hours. I mean, it's, yeah, he, uh, the whole thing is he gets abandoned, so he's going to go back and bite his old owner's dick off. Yeah. Classic. It's a very specific <laughs> mindset. Um, yeah, and I'm like, I don't know, 
I don't know where this is coming from. It's weird because I'm like looking at the the director now, um, Josh Greenbaum. Yeah. Who has a fair amount of credits. He does. I was looking earlier. Um, but are also very like, I mean, he's got two documentaries on here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of TV work. I don't know. It's very like, I think it's just one of those ones he's gotten into this group of, you know, all of these top tier com- comedians. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, let's go make something. Yeah. It's the Simon Kinberg effect. Just this guy's been around yeah. all of these great projects. Put him, put him in the lead role. Um, yeah, there you go. I, yeah, I, I, this is very much the concept sold the film. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll have Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx be raunchy dogs. And people yeah. are like, oh yeah, that might work, you know? And if not, it's not going to cost that much. Um, it's all these people are just in a booth somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I am not really anticipating this very much. It could yeah. be funny, but it's, I'm kind of out of this era of my life. Um, this might be one of those things that like just comes up on streaming at some point. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll yeah. hit play. Yeah. When it hits Netflix, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, maybe, maybe, I don't know. maybe, <laughs> uh, should we talk about something that you're not excited to watch? <laughs> sure. <laughs> the consultant. Now, is this a movie or a TV show? This is a show. This is I a just, TV show. yes, yes. Which is kind of even worse, honestly, because <laughs> like, how are you going to stretch this into yeah. nine episodes? Um, so the consultant, the consultant, I, I kind of stepped on you earlier there. No, it's but, okay. Um, yeah, Christoph Waltz shows up at a tech company to consult after their CEO dies and shit goes down. Not just dies, but is murdered in the building while everyone is in the building. Yeah. <laughs> Leave like the building? Yeah. Like go work for another company, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Um I want to like pay attention to this. Like I want to be into this. I love Christoph Waltz, but the premise to me is just so absurd for this time period. Yes. Like I was, I think I was texting you about this the other day. Like, so these people work in a tech company where the CEO is murdered and then this guy comes in and starts terrorizing them. I'm like, dude, quit. Yeah. Yeah. I would be out of that company so fast. Yeah. Like. There's got to be a catch. There's got to be something. I don't know. Maybe they'll like throw something at the beginning. It's like you've all signed non-compete waivers and can't go work for another company for two years. And right. I'm like, <laughs> if I hear that line in the first episode of this, I'm turning it turning off. Turning it off. <laughs> you know. Um, but like, I, I don't know. It's just like in the 2023 job market, this is absurd. It is, and and very clearly, Waltz's character is supposed to be like an Elon Musk esque person. Like in yeah. the trailer, they talk about remote workers. If you're remote, you have one hour to get here. Like it's very yeah. much like this tyrannical, doesn't really understand how the workforce works person coming in to juice a company. Um, yeah, that's literally the thing that got Waltz. me. The one hour thing, I'd be like, well, all right, I'm I'm not. <laughs> It's like, dude, I work for a billion dollar company. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'll go find another job. Um, Yeah. Yeah. On one hand, I love Christoph Waltz and Nat Wolf has has proved himself to be really reliable over the last five years. On the other hand, I'm on the same page as you where I'm like, I just don't see how this could go anywhere that would keep me on board for nine episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Just doesn't seem very interesting. That's all we have to say about that. Yeah. Although, Matt Shackman. This is going to be the one of those ones that Amazon tries to get me to watch so hard. I know. This is going to be all over everything. Every time I open Amazon.com, it's going to be all over the Prime app. It's going to be everywhere. And I'll be like, no. Yeah. No. He has directed a lot. So the director has directed... Episodes of WandaVision, Succession, The Boys, Billions, Game of Thrones, Fargo, Mad Men, like Weeds, like Chuck, Psych, like he's going back to the early tooth. Like he's got some chops, but yeah. Oh, and he's supposed to direct the new Fantastic Four movie. So here's the thing: is like I I don't doubt that the show 
is going to be good. Sure. You know what I mean? But it's one of those, like, you know, the, the credentials are too good. I mean, Christoph Waltz is an incredible yeah. person to watch be a villain. Right. You know, and yeah, I mean, from what you're saying there, but I'm just like, I'm never, I know <laughs> as me, I'm never going to get past of like, why do these people not just fucking quit this company? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you know, it's and like that's a that's a big thing I've been coming to see a lot recently is like there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, I personally hate this. I could see people liking it. It's like the yep. menu. I hated that movie. <laughs> people seem to like it. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not getting involved with this. Yeah. If there's the if you don't buy into the premise, it's all over. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So we have two more things to cover here before the big one. Yes. So, and the other two, these two, I don't think we'll have too much to talk about. So let's talk a little bit about Mando season three, because we haven't talked about it very much at all this yeah. year. Um, Cause there hasn't been much to talk about, frankly. Yeah. Uh, we got a teaser slash trailer for Mando season mm-hmm. three, a little more than we got at the, at Disney's thing that yeah. they did earlier in the year that gives us more story and it looks like he's going to be going to Mandalore. Yeah. And that's kind of all I can really gather from this. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm in just because it's Mandalorian and I've enjoyed it. However, yeah, we're post Andor now. We are now after yeah. the best thing Star Wars has ever made. How yeah. is that going to affect my viewing of Mandalorian? I well, don't know. And we're coming off of this, like the last interaction we had with him was Book of Boba, which, which I did not good. not enjoy. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's a weird kind of thing that I look at this and I'm like, uh, I'm like hyped, but not nearly as much as I was even for Book of Boba. Same. Because I was like, this is going to be so good. Oh my God, Boba Fett. Like, da, da, da. Same. Um, I mean, like, of course I'm going to watch it. Sure. And there's enough like nostalgia reference here to draw me in for sure. Of course. Um, there's there's Jedi in it somehow. I don't know. Somehow, I mean, Ahsoka might show up again. It, yeah, there's one shot in there where there's like four Jedi. Like yeah, lights, or quote unquote Jedi. There's four people holding, holding lightsabers. lightsabers. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, maybe I have to revisit it because like I don't remember where what what he's doing. You know. And the thing is, it's twisting and turning between multiple shows. And that makes it even more difficult to go back because it's like, what do you go back and watch? Yeah. Like you can rewatch Mando season one and two, but then you're not all the way caught up. And it's like, yeah, it's I'm feeling the fatigue on Star Wars way sooner than I felt on MCU. But it's weird because well, Andor was so good. Uh, like, well, that's the thing is like, it's I don't think it's necessarily fatigue. It's like I'm like, like this seems like just another season of the same kind of thing. Yes. Very much, you know, and even like maybe even not the same kind of thing in that, like, it seems much more interconnected as opposed to the season one, which was very much like guy walking through the desert. Yeah. Kind of thing where this seems to have like a large scope. Yeah. Most of the time he's flying in a ship, which means he's going. And there's like a bunch of other Mandalores and there's a bunch of Jedi and there's, you know, he's fighting TIE fighters and all this different. I I don't know. We'll see. We're both not as excited for this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. I'm up there. I'm going to watch it, of, <laughs> of course. course, but a little tainted by uh, Book of Boba Fett for me. A hundred percent. A hundred percent agree. Um, So Guardians 3, we got to talk about it. Yeah. We got our... We've gotten multiple looks at this by now, uh, but they yeah. released a new teaser slash trailer for the Super Bowl again, and we got which has some, a lot more. It yeah. has, yeah, it has a lot more. This is definitely a James Gunn movie, and I'm yep. really, really tired of the tone. Uh, I I don't dislike mm. it, but like whenever there's like a oh a pause, the music drops out, and I know there's going to be a joke, quote unquote. I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, can we not just continue on with this? Yeah, and I'm worried. I'm worried because James Gunn does this better than anybody else in the MCU. But I'm worried that I'm too done with it to enjoy this movie fully. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, it's definitely going to be the end of the yes. Guardians. Yes. Like that, it, like, <laughs> it's so clear. Yes. It's insane. Which it'll be interesting to see if they all just kind of like go their separate ways or if they all get killed off. Obliterated. <laughs> if, you know, if, I, I don't know, with whatever happens. Um, yeah. It, it looks great. The, the, yeah. the CG and the cinematography are like Ant-Man who, dude, this looks fantastic. Yeah. Like really, really good. <laughs> it's weird because I hear what you're saying with the, the, the tone and the vibe. Um, but it also doesn't feel as polished as the, like the, that vibe and tone feels muddy. Yes. Um, Especially, compared to the, the first two. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and I um, think that it's on it's on full display with the last fifteen seconds of this trailer, where Gamora, um, yeah, and, and Nebula, Pete, and, yeah, and Nebula are and, all, and I'm just Star like, Order. this just isn't working for me right now. And like, it kind of was funny, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. There is something that it rubs feels, me weird. It feels not fresh. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, like, whereas, like, the first one was, like, this is something really fresh and different from anything else we've seen in the MCU. And, like, the right. second one to a, a, a similar degree. Yeah. I think the first one's still, like, the strongest. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it just feels like, yep, here we go. Here's another Guardians. Um, yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with him coming back after doing a Suicide Squad and <laughs> having a whole different vibe off of that. And, like. It's possible. But, yeah, I'm, I mean. Uh, I'm going to watch this, I think, just for Drax. Oh, the yeah. The bit with Drax on the couch. <laughs> it's good. Like, had me laughing out loud. Like It's good. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll get there. Yeah. And then it'll be over. You know, like, you know. There it is. And then James Gunn will go and run the DCU. I know. This guy stays working. It's insane. Yeah. And I will say, James Gunn is a fantastic filmmaker. I have no doubt that this movie is going to be cohesive and heartfelt and do everything that he wants it to do. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to get excited about these things in 2023, you know, when yeah. we have, especially because we've been disappointed like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Times uh, last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Still going to watch the shit out of that. Definitely. Definitely. I'm jazzed. Yes. Um, but less so than others. So that brings then us this is the big one. to the big one. The one that we've been talking about for probably literally years at this point. Yeah. Uh, we finally got a trailer for The Flash, the movie that we didn't know if it was going to come out or not. <laughs> Andy yeah. Muschietti's uh, film starring Ezra Miller as Barry... Uh, what, what's his Barry name? Barry Allen. Barry Allen. I almost said Barry Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Very different person. Um, what do you think about this trailer? It's a really weird, like, I'm trying my best to not bring baggage to it. Sure. With that, like, requisite, I think it looks pretty good. Me too. I don't know. I mean, we were saying earlier, it's like it's super easy to cut a trailer for a bad movie that makes it look really good. Um, Absolutely. But um, it looks, I'll put it this way, it looks better than... Shazam 2. Oh, God, yeah. Um, which, you know, I think this is something that this is part of those top tier, like, huge scope DC movies. Has to be. Um, you know, and I think it's probably the last of those for a while. Definitely. Um, or ever. But, because uh, yeah. I don't think Aquaman will be the, the same kind of thing. But no. um, I got a little bit of a chill with the Batman theme. Yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman theme from the the OG Batman there, uh, I, that kind of got me, man. Yeah, I, and like I, I knew it would. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because I think I texted you this, but like I obviously like I knew it was coming. You know, we've known Michael Keaton's in Batman or in Flash for like the longest time. Yeah, but uh, my family chat started lighting up when this came on being like is that oh michael god. keaton's batman what the fuck oh my yeah. god and i will say it's i don't think i knew that supergirl was in this i didn't i didn't and this is like, like she seems to be like a big 
part of this. Huge part. Seems like she's going to fight General Zod. Like, yes. Yes. You know, um, and which is crazy that Zod that's just like back. toast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, there's so much going on there. I'm like, are we going to see Michael Keaton's Batman fight General Zod? That's just like too oh much to God. process. But that's like, shouldn't be um, happening. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. And Batfleck so, like, is in it too. <laughs> well, and that's the thing that I'm interested in because there was a big part after basically the collapse of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um, where I remember they reshot a bunch of Batman stuff yes. with Ben Affleck because I don't think he was originally in it at all. I think it was all Michael Keaton's Batman. Yes. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see if this is just like a, uh, you know, hobbled together movie that is limping across the finish line. But I know. I know. And that's the one thing that's kind of holding me back because as soon as this trailer started, I'm like, oh, yeah, this looks way better than I thought it was going to. It looks relatively polished. The effects look good and it looks like it's its own thing while still trying to connect to the Snyderverse. It definitely feels a part of its own movie. Um, Yeah. And Andy, Andy Muschietti is a really, really good filmmaker and hasn't let us down really in the past. And I think his sensibilities will work for this type of multiversal a little bit absurdist film um yeah and i don't know i the story seems really compelling i don't know that much about what's going on but it seems pretty interesting when he says like oh i've created a world without metahumans i'm like oh okay i'm in let's do this like i'm not i don't know flashpoint i'm not really sure what's going on so yeah yeah I, i i'm pretty honestly excited for this and i didn't think i would have been uh yeah so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't like. There's so many things in this that I'm like looking at that I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a lot, a lot going on in this. Very much so. It's gonna be interesting. It is. Um, but I'm hoping that since I've heard from both James Gunn and Peter Safran that they're like this movie is fire, I have faith. Um, yeah. Because they also took a look at Batgirl and said this movie's unreleasable, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, interesting." Um, Supergirl, yeah, super. No, Batgirl. Oh, you're totally right. Holy crap! Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry, in my head, I saw Supergirl in that, and I was like, "Oh, they canceled her solo movie." Oh no, no. Which they she okay. might. Well, now it's hard to say because like she won't. The timelines are yeah. all over the place. It is what it yeah. is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of anticipating this now. Yeah. And like, I'm kind of fine with the idea that it's a standalone that Very, like, it's yeah. not going to lead to anything. Yeah. Although I, I, I will forever hope that it leads to a Batman beyond movie with Michael Keaton, but sure. um, I will say the, the fight scene with Kara at the end. Yeah. When they're like freeing her from wherever mm-hmm. that feels very like Snydery, but without the parts of Snyder that I don't like. Right. It seemed like, you know, like the old school man of steel fight, yeah. you know, um, as opposed to like the chaos of like Batman versus Superman or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. but like, it seems like there's going to be some legit actual good fights. Oh, man. What? Why do trailers do this to us? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's to hype it. It's to hype you up, but only so much. Wait, the yeah. Flash is releasing on June sixteenth. June sixteenth. Yeah. Not that far out, to be quite honest. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it. I'm. Yeah. I think it's gonna sit in the top spot until Oppenheimer and Barbie unseat it. Yeah. I think it's gonna get it's just like month in the sun. I think so. I think you're right. That's crazy. Which is me. wild. Yeah. <laughs> A movie that would like, like cancel. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it's going to be like, how do we feel about Ezra Miller? I know. That's going to be getting the notoriety thing. for this. You know, I know. And there'll be a it's press weird. run and we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Um, yeah. But uh, I guess that'll do it, guys. That's a lot of trailers we just talked about. Um, it is. Some good stuff, so some just interesting to, stuff. Just to run through what we've got here we had Fast X. Yep. We had Indiana Jones 5, The Dial of Destiny. Yep. Uh, we had Transformers Rise of the Beast. We had Air. We had Paint. We had Strays. Uh, we had The Consultant. 
we had Guardians 3, we had Mando Season 3, and we had The Flash. Yeah. Which The Flash not called Flashpoint anymore. No. Which I kind of, you know. Yeah. I get that. They were, they were saving The Flash for the sequel later, and now it's... It, there is no... <laughs> now they're like, yeah, fuck it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Oof. Well, there we go. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Tra- it's it, like it's stupid that trailers get you so hyped, but they get me so hyped. I know they do. And uh, speaking of that, our recommendation today yes. or this week has to do with trailers because uh, we thought, why not give you a movie where the trailer is drastically different from the actual finished product of the movie? Yes. Being better than the trailer, obviously, because we're recommending you something here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of these that is like, <laughs> oh, that was a really not what that movie was about. Actually, the movie sucked. Yeah. Yes. It's it's rare for it to go the other direction, which is why this was difficult yes. to do. Yes. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, I can go first if you want. Okay. Send it. So I'm going to, I had one like oh. all day. Yes. And I was like, sweet, cool. That's actually really good. Um, and then just on a whim, I looked at our previous recommendations list and I was like, shit, this has already been recommended. So I can't do that one. But I'm going to throw it out there anyway, and then I will go to my actual recommendation. Um, the trailer for Train Spotting, yes, is nothing. Oh yeah, like Train Spotting. Yes, like the trailer for Train Spotting makes it seem like it's like a British comedy. Like a comedy. <laughs> being a teenager in like yeah, instead of and overdosing on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very different vibes. Um, but you recommended that one a long time ago, so yes. I can't put it in. Um, so in my panic, uh, <laughs> I found another thing that I, I think still counts. Um, yeah. And I, I would still recommend this movie. But my recommendation is going to be Godzilla. Ooh. Um, and now that's like a big statement. But I'm talking the like current incarnation of Godzilla. Um, okay. I'm talking so... the movie from 2014. Yeah, so the uh, first Gareth of Edwards. the new... Yeah, before yes. King of the Monsters, before uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Um, yes. And the reason I will bring this up is because the trailer for this movie is all about Brian Cranston and how he's dealing with Godzilla. That's right. He's like the lead character in the trailer. <laughs> he's like the whole time is just like Brian Cranston saving people, Brian Cranston being like, ah, all this. Brian Cranston is in this movie for 10 minutes. If that. <laughs> if that. And it's like, it was, I mean, this was 2014. So this was right after Breaking Bad was finished. And they were like, let's cash in on this name actor in this movie. Yep. Uh, and then just not at all. Not and I will say, I do enjoy this movie. Um, I, I, I enjoy the, the big monster universe going on here. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, it does some interesting things in terms of like how Godzilla is portrayed and things like that. Um, yeah. And it's just like, let's not actually show Godzilla for more than a second. Yes. I took completely. I'm going to have to rewatch that trailer because I completely forgot about that. That is actually yeah. hilarious. I, I have like the IMDb <laughs> up in front of me here and like I'm watching it and he's easily in half of it. Yeah. Being like, you know, uh, and then it gets into like the Godzilla stuff. You know, and like all the like military things in Godzilla and you're like, okay, well, yeah, like we've got our main character and now also Godzilla's in this and you're like, right. And then he's just gone. And then he's gone. And then he's just not in this movie. Yeah. Isn't he like, oh, it's, he's going to send us back to the stone ages or something in yeah. the trailer. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so intense. He's like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so intense. Um, also well, hilarious that it's Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen uh, oh are the two actual God. leads. Dude, I forgot um, all about this movie completely. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. And I'm um, sure it's actually pretty good. Uh It's it's yeah. It's it's in term in, in terms of like a modern Godzilla like entry. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Um would never have even thought about that. I completely forgot about the trailer, but it's complete it's not accurate. <laughs> Although you go to the movie and you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot more to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember watching it and be like, 
wait, did he just die? <laughs> Spoilers, I guess, for 2014's Godzilla. But yeah, for a ten year old movie, but um, I, like, like, did that just no? Right, he's the main <laughs> character. Oh God, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so, uh, so what Godzilla. Do you got, Josh? Uh, Godzilla. So, my movie is drastically different from that. Uh, and right. it is, I'm, I'm almost nervous to share this one because I think that only a select group of people are going to actually enjoy this movie. And I'm, it's tough for me to say that I enjoyed it the first time I enjoy it as a film. Um, it's a movie by Lars von Trier. So you obviously know where that's going. Ah. Uh, it's a movie I saw in film school that I absolutely I wouldn't say despised, but really had a hard time with it first. Um, it's called Dogville, starring Nicole Kidman, mm. which is which oh I I recall the trailer and I revisited it today. The trailer makes it seem like this whimsical fairy tale, yeah. almost like woman gets like caught up in this magical land. It's not that, although it very much At feels all. like that going into it. It is a movie. Yeah where this woman is on the run and takes uh, finds refuge in this town, which seems like this kind of idyllic place until the sinister undertones of human nature come through and Lars's cynicism and nihilism pours yeah. out into this film. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the catch is this movie is told completely on a soundstage with no barely yeah. any props. And so like yeah, the buildings are drawn out in tape and it's but people are acting like it is an actual place um this is deeply upsetting but so impressive on so many levels because it, he shows you that you don't need anything yeah. to make a movie compelling and to make a film just that's so quiet unsettles you and disturbs you so much by the end um and yeah. it's obviously quintessential Lars von Trier uh he pushes the envelope a lot I don't know if you've seen his five obstructions movie like his stuff just he's always yeah. trying to push the boundary in in different ways and this one is not gory or like uh graphic like some of his other movies are but it is like um in terms of what happens yeah this is a really, really incredible, really upsetting movie um, about humans. <laughs> it is just, yeah. that's basically what it's about. Um, again, I would look up, not the trailer, I would look up the plot and, and yeah. see if it appeals to you in any way. Because if you don't like this movie, you're going to hate it, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is deeply impressive. And to this day, it's left such such a mark on me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, my it's hard to cut around. It's hard to cut a trailer around anything Lars von Trier is ever gonna do. Exactly or has ever done. Yeah. Exactly. It really is because you can never capture what he's trying to do. And I think, in a ways, the trailer is supposed to offset the viewer and to be because you don't know that it's on a stage in the in the trailer at yeah. all. Like there are props and stuff, and then you get into the movie and you're like, "Oh dear God, what is going on here?" Um, so. Yeah, I don't know if that sold the film or not, but Dogville is my uh, recommendation, and it is streaming on, I would assume, nowhere. Okay, you can't yeah. really watch it anywhere. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, maybe, or Mubi, I don't know, but I don't think yeah. you could even no. rent it. <laughs> so, uh, 2014's Godzilla available on HBO Max. Perfect. It's an go. easier watch than Dogville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my film professors will be proud of me. Um. <laughs> yeah, certainly more than mine. Oh, um, Jesus. I had something going there with, with train spotting, but. You did. Uh, but then I so, there's it. our double feature for the week um, Godzilla and Dogville. Good God. Um, I feel like that would have to be a Dogville Godzilla. Um, I think so. Lighten your mood with Godzilla. That yeah. doesn't seem right, but <laughs> it would. It would. Um, All right. There you go, guys. There we have That'll it. That'll do it. That'll bring us home. Uh, let's close it out. Josh, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, people can find me on the internet on Twitter at Josh Fuller 
33 Fuller is spelled with no E. You can also find me on both Instagram and Letterboxd, where I'm much more active, at Josh J. Fuller. And where can people find you, Willis? Uh, you can find me on the internet, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Letterboxd, at Willis Film, uh, where I post all of my viewings. Uh <laughs> And if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters. You can find us on Twitter at Pixel Split Pod. Kind of. We don't really tweet that much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and if you want to find all of our recommendations, you can follow us on Letterboxd at Pixel Splitters, uh, where you can find all of our recommendations, including Godzilla and Dogville. <laughs> it's so crazy to me. I never thought I would be recommending Dogville to people, but here I am. Um, here we go. Before we tune out here, I just have to say that the runtime for John Wick Chapter 4 hit, and it's 170 minutes. Uh, thank you very much, Chad Stills. Hot damn. <laughs> Let's go. So, um, yeah, I just had to tack that on there. <laughs> I we, We'll have to have a conversation about movie lengths, too. We will. We've danced around we should it. have... We should have a non like news oriented sometime when like we have to do one ahead of time. We'll we'll do uh, movie run times and sixty frames per second. Yes, a deep discussion and just debate like what are people doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm game because I think I think at least on the time thing we'll end up on different wavelengths. I we might. We might. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll leave that. Yeah. We'll leave that for a future. All date. right, for another day. All right, Josh. That'll wrap it up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. End of pod. <laughs> <laughs>